Most pancake syrups contain artificial flavors, artificial colors, and high fructose corn syrup. But there's an all-natural option free of additives in the same aisle. Real maple syrup from Canada is made from one ingredient. So turn the bottle and check the label. Is your syrup real maple? 100% pure maple, straight from Mother Nature herself. One ingredient, one source, one flavor. PureMapleFromCanada.com everybody welcome back to mile higher podcast where we take your mind a mile higher but today we're actually going to be taking your mind a mile lower because we're going to be talking about some dumb criminals and crimes some of the stupidest things you've ever seen so good it's going to be really good we figured that we've had a couple you know really intense podcast episodes and we were feeling like we needed a laugh in our lives we felt like you guys would enjoy the laugh as well. So we came up with the idea to kind of react to a bunch of different dumb Just funny crimes. Ass crimes. Yeah. yeah. Really funny stuff. So that's what we're doing today. You guys should let us know if you would like to see a part two of this in the future by hitting the thumbs up if you're on YouTube and stuff. Endless. Oh my gosh. There are endless dumb people. Dumb it's true. Crimes. And yeah, it's, it's so it's true. But before we get into that, we do have a couple news topics we got to talk about. Um, and as well as we'd like to thank our sponsors for today, Raycon Native Ritual and the Farmer's Dog for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah. Really excited to tell you guys about those. But let's just dive right into things here. So last week we had talked about the Amazon fires and throughout that conversation, you know, we brought up Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio mm-hmm. and just like, you know, how he champions the environmental crisis, which is awesome. And, you know, we mentioned that, like, why doesn't he donate some money? Or I mentioned that. Why doesn't he donate some money? Yeah. And of course, literally, like, what was it? The next day? Well, that's day not or? only what you were talking about. You were talking about, because the reason we brought it up is because he did share an incorrect picture yes. of the Amazon yes. fires. If you didn't see the episode last that week, was the that's main what we were point we were about. trying to make. His... Yeah. Like, you should sh- double check the photos you share. Right. But then we were like, oh, maybe he could do some other things for it. However, that, like, you know, we recorded this episode a little bit in advance yeah, and he ended up donating like two days ago yep. from when we we're recording. Yeah. Now. His uh, foundation gave like $5 million. And yeah. Then, you know, they play, you know, obviously, you know, I always forget that he does have this foundation that is yeah. literally, you know, fighting climate change and has been for a while um, mm-hmm. and has given like over a hundred million dollars. So, yeah, you know, but you know, yeah, just I mean, we were sure just we pointing it out that yeah. he, shared the wrong photo that was interesting it, was, it wasn't just him it was a lot of celebrities sharing incorrect photos there was just a whole thing about everyone sharing incorrect photos even just regular people they were just going around so yeah it was kind of an interesting it was interesting hearing the feedback because some people were like oh my gosh don't talk about leonardo DiCaprio. yeah and like i'm a huge fan so yeah, i didn't want to make are. it seem like i was just like no on we him love him that's why we were like yeah no he does much more than most people do but yeah it was at the point at that point he had not made a donation and then there was another big story out of oklahoma this week a judge has ordered johnson and johnson the family company it's interesting right here they say family of companies yeah isn't that strange they normally say the family company but i wonder if their true name or are they actually saying family family of of companies yeah yeah. Hmm. No, anyway. it does sound like the family company. Yeah. Well, that's the what they, they say on yeah. on, on, on the TV. TV. They stuff. do say the family company. Interesting. Yeah. But apparently it's family of companies. Anyway, a judge has ordered Johnson & Johnson to pay $572 million for their role in the opioid epidemic. In Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This mm-hmm. was a state case. 
And yeah, that's a lot of money. So Johnson and Johnson, obviously we pretty much all know, you know, we all have used products from Johnson Johnson. They make band-aids. They make, that's like the main one that we all know, but they make a ton of different stuff. They have like a ton of companies. We no longer buy their products. Right. We we are cruelty free now. They are not a cruelty free company. No, they are not cruelty free. So many products are underneath them. Everything like Neutrogena, Clean and Clear, Rembrandt, Purell, Aveeno, Zyrtec. I mean, just tons of companies. Pepsid, Vaseline. There's something that we all have used, I guarantee you. Not Vaseline, Visine. Yep. Yeah. Splenda. So they make all of those, but what a lot of people don't know as well is that they actually make uh, prescription pills. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, they make an opioid called, uh, or they make fentanyl. They make their version of that. Mm -hmm. It's got its own name, uh, which is literally one of the strongest opioids on the planet. Um, is probably the most potent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also make a pain reliever that uses tramadol um, and then Concerta, which is, um, you know, for hyperactive activity disorder and narcolepsy. Dude, I was Ritalin. put on Concerta when I was really young and it made me crazy. It was the one I had the worst reaction to. I was like really mad all the time. Like as a kid, yeah, yeah. my mom said I would just kick the back of her seat and like throw oh. fits all the time and uh, wreck things, rip things up. I punched my wall like and I was really young. And my mom's like, this is so weird. I'm bringing her in. And it was because I was on Concerta. Really? Yeah. They took me off of it. I was fine. I've heard that's pretty intense stuff. I've never used yeah. any of those. So. It's really intense to take as a kid, too. Yeah. And, I'm, and all of these can, you know, you can get addicted to them. Yeah. Um, and things like that. So they're, they've literally lost a lawsuit because uh, the judge deemed that they were actually making false and dangerous sales campaigns um, in the state. Uh, basically minimizing the addiction, yes. uh, how addictive it is. We talked about this on the podcast at one point. I'm pretty sure this Maybe was one of our, our big intro pharma one or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think been. we talked about this when it was just in the works and they were trying to sue them. Yeah. And apparently like their salesmen were just like going to all these doctors that, um, yes, you know, basically could have been pill mills and things like that. So mm-hmm. um, they weren't, you know, actively trying to make sure that, you know, things were being done right. Um, and this is what the court deemed yeah. uh, they were responsible for. And obviously Johnson and Johnson, uh, I believe is appealing and things like that and is fighting yeah. this uh, thing, but it is a good sign that we're, uh, we are starting to, you know, hold these pharmaceutical companies uh, yeah. responsible for the opioid crisis because yeah. a lot of it is their fault. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's look at all the drug ads lives. and everything. Yeah. I mean, if I remember right, their advertising was basically saying that it, doesn't cause any addiction and stuff. Right. You can just take it and you'll be fine. Pretty much, yeah. Think about how many people decided to take it because of that. Yeah. How many lives were destroyed, how many people they spread it to. Right. Just families destroyed. I mean, it, it's about time someone's held accountable. So they're giving, yeah, $575 million is uh, what they essentially um, will go towards treatment, overdose prevention, and any other opioid epidemic-related costs. Um, which they originally the lawsuit was for 17 billion dollars um actually was what the actual original lawsuit was but they got 512 million which i still think is pretty good Mm. um they're still negotiating so that is uh some good news there at least um but we've got a jeffrey epstein update for you as well this Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy so the fbi is currently examining two broken cameras outside the jail cell where epstein was uh where he died um, apparently two of these cam- cameras reportedly malfunctioned. That's such a load of shit. Who is believing this? 
I don't think anyone, I haven't seen really anyone defending Jeffrey Epstein or being like, no, it was definitely a suicide. I feel like most people are saying like, what the this hell? Is this is way too fishy, weird. man. It's way too fishy. I feel like this is making some conspiracy theorists just, you know, because people go are wild, like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. No, just like literally making some new conspiracy oh, theorists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just people questioning the yeah, they're official like, story. Yeah. What the hell? This isn't, this doesn't make any sense. It's like, come on, like they just malfunction, like they happen to malfunction. Yeah, that's very convenient. The most important time this jail's ever faced, practically. Like, yeah, and the judge, they all wrapped that whole yeah. case up this week. Oh, too. yeah, the yeah, they dismissed statements it. from the girls. Yep, dismissed the whole criminal case against Epstein. Yep, which I mean, that doesn't mean necessarily we're not going to see justice for the victims because apparently mm-hmm. the prosecutor said they're still going to go try to they're go after try. any co conspirators, but I think it's a lot harder it's without be them. hard. It's going to be hard because they can just deny Those girls like, know it too. Mm-hmm. They know they got so screwed by this that, happening because yeah. he could have, you know, they might have been able to flip Epstein or something and mm-hmm. get him to. Yeah. If you guys are interested, you can type in like Jeffrey Epstein victim statements um, on YouTube and they'll probably come up. I think they're on there and it's just interesting to hear what they all went through. It was really rough. Yeah. Like. The allegation against uh, Alan Dershowitz, I was watching mm-hmm. him, like, I think he was on Fox News or something, and he was just sitting there, like, denying everything, just being like, this is totally false, you know, they're just making shit up, basically, for money and things like that, and it's just sure. like, really? That just seems, like, so unlikely to me, mm-hmm. you know? It really does. So, they're actually sending the cameras to the FBI crime lab, which is the big one in Quantico, yeah. um, which is good. I mean, hopefully they can figure out um, but apparently one of the one of the cameras is not like totally fucked and, and has some footage they might be able to pull from it. And these cameras would li- should literally show us exactly what happened because you're already seeing. I don't know. I was at the grocery store and the National Enquirer is already like putting shit on there like, you know, it wasn't really him. Is he really dead? Things like that. Yeah, a lot of people um, think that. And actually. people are thinking that maybe it was like staged and things like it that. It could so, be. Yeah, and I mean it could be for sure. But I've seen like pictures, but I, it's hard to tell online whether or not things are real or, or photoshopped or anything. Or yeah. But I've seen like comparisons of like the body they brought out compared to like a side profile of his actual face, and they like look different. Well, and I mean I we know, never got a full on shot of him or anything coming out. Of Nothing the would shock me, man. I mean, there's some sketchy shit going on. It's true. It's true. So the it'll be interesting to see what comes back from yeah, that. Yeah. The possibilities are always there, man. How much you want to bet that this will either just drop off or they'll be like, yeah, we weren't able to do anything. Yeah. They're or the crime lab takes like nine months or yeah. like two years People to like extract then, it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think, I think bottom line is that we probably won't ever know the truth about Jeffrey Epstein, unfortunately. No. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just the nature of the situation. And because really powerful people are involved in, you know, yeah. It's easy to cover shit up. But the last story I've got for you is actually a, a very good uh, story. Good news story. Love hearing these. So this is uh, about a man named George Gannon, uh, who was told by doctors in Thailand that he only had months to live after a grave diagnosis of not one, but 12 brain tumors. That's wild. That's crazy. That's man. A lot. I can't even imagine getting like the news spilled. I wonder too, how like. big they each were. That's so big. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean they have to be big necessarily, but 12. Oh my gosh, that's so many, that's though. serious, man. So, after diagnosis and immediate return to the UK, um, George took matters into his own hands, which allowed him to achieve, like, a really? miracle, essentially. Yeah. Um, the 30-year-old began using CBD oil in December of last year before stopping chemotherapy treatments in February due to significant deterioration of his health caused by the powerful 
chemotherapy tablets, which is just so true. Like chemotherapy is just so, so brutal, hard on man. your body. Yeah. I've watched like somebody go through it before and it just like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's devastating. Nearly kills you because mm-hmm. it's trying to kill your body right. of all the cancer. But it's like a tough balance almost. It's like barely being alive though, man. So it's miserable. Hard. Yeah. It's super hard. So he was doing um, chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what George said about it was that quote unquote, the medication I was being subscribed was literally destroying me. I looked like the poster person for cancer. I was so ill. It all got very dark. It felt as though the doctors assume I don't have long left and she just kind of gave up on. I feel like that's how a lot of patients end up feeling mm-hmm. too. And there were even talks of me going into hospice at one point. Damn. How depressing. But that's when him and his girlfriend began researching alternative methods of treatment. And the more they read about CBD, the more promising it sounded. So they made the decision to come off the drugs by choice and decide to take a natural path using cannabis oil instead. And after three months of CBD oil use three times a day at a cost of 1600 per month, which is cheap compared to what chemotherapy costs, mm-hmm. scans showed that George's tumors stopped growing. Wow. Literally. And like it can only be related to the CBD because that's mm-hmm. all he was doing. I've seen multiple stories like this, especially mm-hmm. about brain tumors being reduced. That's what I see often. Yeah. This happened to one of my friends with cancer. Really? She was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer at age 21, went through the regular treatment, and it was just destroying her. Is this and, one of your coworkers? Um, yeah. And uh, she, yeah, it was destroying her. And she ended up being like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to try and do more natural path. And she said that she doused herself in CBD and I think THC as well. Um, wow. And then ate like, all organic, yeah, really, really, really nutritious foods. Until this day, she's like, I mean, I'm, I owe it to cannabis for literally saving wow. my life. Did she do CBD oil or THC yes. oil? Uh, both. Both. But she was. She said CBD was like an all day constant thing. And interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because this guy used just CBD. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. But I, I've heard it. She also uses yeah. um she, THC too. But THC I, is supposed she, to make the CBD work even better. Yeah. Well, they were combined, and I think for like also. Like helping with nausea and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Totally. THC can really help. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it does so. a lot. It makes a big difference with that. So, anyways, that's yeah, so it's interesting. I, I mean, there's so many stories be more like research that. Research into it because it's it seems like it's so much of a better route. You don't yeah, have to go is. through chemotherapy, and yeah. it could possibly work. And of course, it may not work for everyone. It's a huge decision. We're not saying like everyone with don't cancer do chemotherapy should, or something. Yeah, because I mean, I mean he it's did what's best for you personally, and mm-hmm. it's different in every case. But this is really awesome to see this happening, and hopefully, there's even more money put into this in research. Yeah, I, I and I totally think it will because it's pretty much legal in most places. Mm-hmm. But to wrap up his story, essentially what he did was he started taking uh, CBD oil constantly. Um, it got him to a point where he felt actually like decent enough to go through another round of chemotherapy. Um, oh. And so he did a very like a low dose of it. Mm. Um, but then the MRI results afterwards um, revealed that he was essentially cancer free in less than a year. Wow. So I wonder if so you would have been able to without up. the tiny bit of it. Well, interesting. If so maybe if them the tumor, working in combination right. could be really useful for some people. Well, I think the main thing with it is, is like chemotherapy works well um, in take, getting rid of, mm-hmm. uh, of the tumors. But I think right. if you can stunt the growth of them, I don't know yeah. if the chemotherapy always does that. So if the CBD oil does that for you, then, you know, the yeah. two team together might be able to knock it out like like it yeah. did for, for this guy, which is pretty incredible. And I mean, like we talked about previously, you know, it's already been proven to be 30 times more uh, effective as a pain relief Mm -hmm. or pain reliever than uh, 
aspirin. And I'm so like happy to see so much coming out about the benefits of it medically, yeah. you know, and for more people to understand that and see totally. how it can impact people like this guy on such a huge level. It's just awesome to see. It's such a miracle plant. It should be legal everywhere. No, Amen. seriously. And like, uh, just sorry, last little bit. Uh, Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots or, yeah, you know, re- this just cool. retired. And he has just been like brutalized with injuries. If you don't know who he yeah. is, he's a, you know, really famous uh, football player. But he just got beat up like crazy throughout his career and mm-hmm. just was messed up. He was like talking about that, how after they won the Super Bowl, he couldn't even like party that night because he just was like in so much pain mm-hmm. from, I mean, football's like gladiator oh, sport. Dude, you know? Yeah. So. You know, he retired early. He's only 29. And now he is partnering up with a CBD company and like promoting it to other um, trying to get the NFL to allow it. Like the NFL should absolutely be allowing cannabis products Mm -hmm. and players to use them. The fact that they don't is insane. They're showing. So we've watched things on football players, other football players, lesser known ones than Rob. Yeah. But people who have retired and that have CTE. Yeah, totally. uh, Yep. Which stands for what again? Uh, CTE. Yeah. I'm forgetting. Janelle, you look it up. I forget. I forget what it stands for, but um, it's basically from being hit in the head over and over again, having multiple mm-hmm. concussions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh cause... yeah. It's chronic traumatic and some, uh, you know, I'm not going to try it, but it's basically a neurogenerative disease that caused by repeated head injuries. Yeah. Yep. And so tons of football players end yeah, up with you're this. you're smacking your heads together all yeah. day, every day. So. And CBD can be really good for it. Even THC oil as well. Yeah, so, it's just cool to to see see. it you know branching out so yeah um but yeah let's go ahead and get into some of these dumb crimes man oh my gosh i'm so excited yeah it's gonna be really entertaining but before we do we want to thank our first sponsors for today Alrighty, so this first crime is about a man named Klaus schmidt who in august of 1995 tried to rob a bank in berlin just the normal way walking in with a gun and demanding money obviously this is pretty standard but as the robbery progressed the bank employees noticed that the criminal was acting rather strangely. At one point, one of them asked the robber if he needed a bag, and he replied, you're damn right, it's a real gun, in quotes. So like, you're like, what? I was like, you need a bag? He's like, it's a great gun. And then this made them realize that Schmidt had a noticeable handicap. He was deaf. Taking advantage... The employee was like, okay, well, what what you're trying to do in a bank is there's like a little button under the desk. You flip it, and it turns on an alarm and stuff. And so he did that, and the robber's just completely oblivious because he can't hear this incredibly loud alarm that's going off. Oh, my gosh. And the police approaching the bank. He was completely calm and patient, um, just continuing to, you know, spout off threats like, give me the money, blah, blah, blah. have oblivious to the fact that the alarm's on, the cops are literally at the door. Um, <laughs> and he didn't even get make it out of the bank. I don't even think he got out the door before the cops just, like, walked in behind him and arrested him because he couldn't hear what was going on. But oh now he's gosh. pissed because now he's in jail for for you know the bank robbery. Well, but he's he trying to sue. Anyway. He's trying to sue the bank for taking advantage of, of his, his disability. disability. Yes. Oh my gosh! No, that is not an excuse for robbing a bank, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> no, if anything, I mean that's like smart. All right. What do you got next, Kendall? So, you may have already seen this story on our Instagram account at Mile Higher Podcast. We post stuff there first. But this is a crazy story I've been following this week. This is about the Botox bandit, okay? So this story is out of Sugarland, Texas, and this woman is still on the loose. Police are looking for her. 
and she has now struck twice, actually. Damn. Yes. So she's a serial robber now. She is. So if you recognize the woman in this clip, guys, let us know. Police are still looking for her as of the time we are recording this podcast. But this is the first video I posted the other night to our Instagram account. If you want to hit play, um, she basically pulls up to a med spa, which is like, you know, Botox injections, Juvederm, all that kind of stuff. And she uses a power tool to break into the building in the middle of the night. She just got her car like out right yeah, in front. She's cutting the glass on the door too. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Cutting it's glass. Like... It's like, yeah, we have the sound <laughs> off, but yeah, she pulls the glass out in one big piece, gently sets it down, sneaks her ass in there. Once she gets in, she actually leaves. She decides to move her car so that no one will like, you know, be suspicious. And even though she has up. no mask on, there's cameras, security cameras. Yeah, nothing. So she goes in store. and she steals $7,000 worth of Botox creams. Um, wow. Yeah. Botox creams, Botox injections, a bunch of expensive shit cost the guy seven grand. And then um, he also had to fix the door that she broke. I mean, the glass window. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So listen to him. It was stunning to see how determined she was to get in using a power tool she was driving a light colored mercedes suv and they're saying that she's a soccer mom that's what they're calling her but i don't think they ever figured out who she is they said they were still looking for her and then she struck again you guys play this news clip the so-called Botox bandit strikes again. Tonight, the owner of the Sugarland Med Spa, broken into just last week, says the same woman hit another location, making off with more Botox. Channel 2's Brittany Jeffers live near Greenway Plaza tonight with the crime alert. Brittany? Uh, Dominique, if you take a look, you can see the extent of the damage out here. And the business owner tells me that this is twice in one week that he's had this kind of a cleanup. After pushing on the shattered storefront at 2.12 in the morning, a woman inches her way through shards of glass. Alfonso Perez showed me the mess that he discovered the next morning. We found a uh, incredible scene. Somebody had sawed off some of the window and pulled the rest of the window out to get in. He called HBD and says the woman left a trail of blood hitting room. And she ransacked through here. After room at Botox RN Med Spa. She put syringes, needles, alcohol swabs. In all, about $9,000 worth of anti-aging products and Botox. It was like, this cannot really be happening again to us. So, yeah, she... Holy hit, shit. Yeah, same business, different Do we know it's the same woman, though? Well, they believe so. There's uh, footage of her. Actually, I think it was still in the rest of that clip. But, um, yeah, you can keep playing it, I guess. Seven days ago, his business in Sugarland was also burglarized. We showed you the video of the woman using a battery-powered grinding saw to get in. And Perez thinks the same thief hit him twice. We believe it's the same person because it's exactly the same way. He says the woman's Mercedes also looks similar. But this can't continue. Now, the business owner tells me that he was upset because he says that his ADT cameras here didn't uh, trigger the alarm or capture any video, but he was very grateful that there was surveillance video out here from neighboring businesses at the strip mall center. Wow. I know. Wow. Okay, well, that, that clears up that question. Yeah. Was it the same person? <laughs> I know. She doesn't even bother. Like, she's not even hiding, though. Like, no. what's wrong with it? She's like, just, like, completely out there. She's not wearing a mask or anything. And no. she's already been caught once. So why would you do it again? And now her blood's and all over the, the same, same guy. Yeah. He's, like, and he said that he doesn't think that she's trying to target him specifically. It's nothing personal. He thinks. He thinks she just, like, 
is targeting their med spa because they have the best products. So it's almost like a advertisement. Oh for him. my been god! Of course they're doing that. <laughs> but but she like she's like not even using gloves, guys. Like she's just pushing yeah. the glass. She's got blood all over the glass. They're gonna ID her like ASAP. I'm sure they. My question her is: blood. Do you think she's using it on herself? All I mean, she clearly uses some <laughs> of it on herself. You can tell she has Botox literally from the cameras. Um, but could she be using all of that for herself? No, think she's, she's probably like, selling it too. Yeah, she's probably getting it for some other girls too. <laughs> Black market, man. <laughs> selling it around the neighborhood. I bet you if you went and like Google, like a lot, what they do is they go on like Facebook Marketplace and they start selling it there and stuff. <laughs> she's on next door, like, <laughs> yeah. hello. If you, any of you ladies out there are Need seeking some, some Botox treatment. <laughs> oh my God. I've got the plug, all right? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe by next week we'll be able to update you guys that the Botox bandit has been shut down and captured. But as of right now, she's still on the loose. So watch out. Hide your Botox, ladies and gentlemen. So this next story is is kind of interesting. So if you're a Simpsons fan, which I am, I don't know. Are you guys Simpsons fans? You, did you ever watch the Simpsons at Love all? It. Anything I have seen, I've always, I think is really entertaining, but I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. Like it was the only show that was banned in my house. Literally. My mom let really? us watch anything else, but no Simpsons. <laughs> I don't <laughs> really so know funny. why. Cause it's not that bad. No, it's not From that bad. From what I've seen, it's not too bad. No, Simpsons it's not bad at all. There's a lot show. worse out there Yeah. Now. Yeah. But anyway, there's this like classic Simpsons episode called Lisa the Skeptic, um, which Homer and a few other Springfield criminals fall for a police sting involving free motorboats it's a, it's a really funny episode actually so in 2011 derbyshire england police actually used a similar strategy by offering wanted criminals free beer so they like got a van wow. and a bunch of like you know boxes of of beer and they sent notices um or the criminals actually got notices from undercover officers being like hey come get a free crate of beer um <laughs> and so they actually were assigned a number and everything and set up a time and place to collect their winnings. Like they told them they won this free uh, box of beer and they're like, oh, and they didn't sweet. tell them it's the police. Right. Exactly. Because it, it was all an undercover operation <laughs> and they showed wow. up and they, they got arrested. They caught all those guys. Wow. With free beer. They should do that in America for some of the criminals they're after, but just offer something better than just free beer. I don't like, think that the beer works you in won America. A- a raffle or something like you won ten thousand dollars yeah yeah. you probably get some fugitives to come out for that but i feel like in america like so many like savvy criminals are you know used to undercover undercover police doing shit like yeah you know things like that to catch that's actually hilarious that they did that and it worked (laughs) yeah but it actually worked (laughs) that's That's so awesome so i found this next story last night and i was laughing so hard at this this is probably one of the stupidest things i've ever seen so there was this girl she was 19 at the time in nebraska in 2013 and she ended up doing some very bad things she robbed a bank she stole a car yeah and after she did all these things she got away with it but she went home and she decided to brag about it on youtube so she made this video and I've edited this video because it was so old and like <laughs> it was almost like stop God. motion. I had to like speed it up and stuff. But play this. This is the weirdest what? thing. You can just play it. There's no sound. Okay. I took out the sound because the video is just Green Day, actually. So it's <sighs> it's really sped up. But she says, I stole a car. She shows a, a little pipe. She's smoking right now. And then she talks about how she's like filling a bowl, full bowl of weed, something, <laughs> something. And then, uh, yeah, she's showing her weed that she has. And... Oh, my God. Like, sorry, this part's like, dude, what are you doing? She was clearly high. An ounce of and. <laughs> I don't even know. What a random video. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. It's so funny. 
She said, I stole Stop. a car. And then she starts talking about how the car is shiny. She says, I'm rich. I can pay off my financial aid. And tomorrow I'm going on a shopping spree. So it continues of her. So she's doing like this old thing, if you're where you, listening, like, where you hold up signs. This was like a big trend back then, too. You remember? Yeah. yeah. So many people made videos like that where oh, they yeah. did it on yeah. their hands For or messages. something. Usually it's about serious stuff. Yeah. Not like. <laughs> she's like an, literally confessing to her crime. So and then I robbed a bank. And but she's like, signs... oh, my gosh. So wait, then she gets it out. Here's her cash. Oh Look at it. She God. shows all the cash. It's six thousand oh dollars. She says exactly how much it was. I told my mom she thinks I met a new boy because she's so happy that <laughs> her mom thinks something hap good happened to her. Yeah. She shows it all, and then during this whole thing, it's just blasting Green Day. And the video's <laughs> eight minutes long. I can. <laughs> this oh is way God. sped up. Um. Why she goes? Oh, because she is a victim of the government. Is okay. what she said. Right. She said that the whole system's a joke. And that they took her son, which is very scary thinking that this gotcha. woman possibly has a baby. But they stole my baby. They took him away. So she decides to rob a bank. So, yeah, she ended up getting caught because of this. Someone reported this to the well, police. Yeah. yeah, and she would have possibly gotten away with it if she didn't. Um, but she did rob this bank. There's a picture of her robbing the bank. Huh. Yeah. She was literally on camera and they were able to connect it and found out that it was the exact same amount. She also stole a car and everything. So they went and arrested her. There's pictures of them arresting her. And um, when she was arresting them, she actually handed them a note. Or when she was robbing the bank, yeah, she yeah, handed them a note and note, said, yeah. you are being robbed. No alarms, no locks or phones, no or ink bags. I have a loaded gun. You have two minutes. So she wow. ended up having to give all of it back. They got everything back except for $30 and she. Wow. Yeah. Got yeah. And she was and not only did she go home and like get on YouTube and record a video, but she didn't even bother to change her clothes or nothing. No. They ID'd her like obviously because yeah. of her yes. face, but the clothes. The, the clothes same were, outfit. It was like outfit. the same day they were able to Dumb. put everything together. Dumb. Like she immediately went home and was like, look what I did, guys. Like while I'm smoking a bowl. <laughs> Bragging about robbing a bank Unreal. and getting a free car. Isn't that so crazy that she did that too? What the hell? What does she think was going to happen? I know. Like, you can't just do that. I know. And expect to. Get and she away had with Green it. Day on the whole time. Oh, like, I she know. was like so hard. Yeah. It She's was like, so I walk funny. all <laughs> <laughs> It was so good. Wow. So, this next one is a cold case. Literally. <laughs> The Blue Bell ice cream liquors. Some of you may have seen this on social media earlier this summer. I think the first time this happened, uh, at least that we know of, that it went viral was like earlier this summer, maybe July. And it was really, really disgusting. This girl decided to open a container of ice cream, a Blue Bell container, because they don't have the plastic seal on theirs, right. which is good. I mean, reducing plastic, that's why they don't have it. Now they are putting them on there, sadly, because this went viral. Um, so yeah. it became a really serious issue. And the most recent one was a 24 year old who put this on his social media. His name is Deadrian Anderson. And the thing was, is he, well, let's first play the clip actually. <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go. Hurry up, hurry up. This isn't funny to me. It like makes me mad. Yeah, me like, too. It's yeah, so it's irritating. Up, it's so gross. So yeah, so he's 24 years old. So what they found out is he actually didn't um, 
just put it back. He ended up getting that container after the video was done. There's actual footage of him on the security cameras at the location buying the container that he licked. So he only posted it for clout, like being like, oh, look what I did. But then he ended up buying it anyway and took it home. So it didn't really matter. But because of this, the store was like under scrutiny because it like went viral again. And Bluebell had to dump or the store, I guess, had to pay for a bunch of the ice cream that they just had to get right because how, be how do they know that he didn't go yeah. and look more you exactly know? So. so they are pressing charges against him because he's 24 years old the thing is and he this is actually punishable up to a year and a four thousand dollar fine possible which it should be you shouldn't be able to go into a grocery store and open up a bunch of food yeah you know fuck it up yeah. and then put it back for somebody else especially to for get clout it. really yeah oh, come on dude really yeah. So, yeah, like I said, this happened back in July the first time, and it mm-hmm. was this girl. So you can play the clip of the girl doing it. Lick it, lick it. Oh, you foul. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. Oh, you. So, yeah, pretty disgusting. I don't understand, man. Like, what are are we really at that level for, for clout now? <laughs> oh, like, we were eating Tide yeah. Pods last year. So, <laughs> like, right? Who well, can do I mean, the most shocking thing? Actually, this was not like well received on the internet at all. People like ripped this girl. Like everyone, it went viral because people are sharing it. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, this is sick. So it's the same as like if you go to a buffet and you walk through the buffet and spit on yes, everything. Or like, yeah, it's the same thing. That's so I mean, gross. Like, it's that's, so sick. Who wants that? That's disgusting. Yeah. Now that they have to like change their ice cream packaging for that, I'm pretty sure they're doing that. Yeah, it's fucking so, ridiculous. Um, the first time that it happened, the girl was under 17, so she just got a warning that she could have faced up to 20 years in jail and fines up to ten thousand dollars. It is not a joke. She is so lucky that she's young, and they were actually just gonna. Um, charge the boyfriend because he was the one filming it being like, oh, you're nasty, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he was, you know, basically partaking in the yeah, act and he was over mischief. 17. So they were about to charge his ass. They decided not to, but. Which the charge is criminal mischief is what they're mm-hmm. charging these people with, which is pretty much what it is. Yeah. So but, people better stop because even if you buy the shit and you just do it for clout, they're still going to come after you. Yeah. Because I mean, like. There's been like a few people doing this too. I don't think these two are the only ones. There's going to be like, pretty soon you're going to go to like the grocery store and go down the freezer aisle and they're yeah. going to have like armed security down there like making no sure they did do, like, they actually did no, um, seriously they got yes. armed security for this a corpus christi location in texas several hours away <laughs> from this location placed an employee with a water gun outside the freezer water to gun. keep potential ice cream liquors away because it was trending <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's so great just like with a super soaker like <laughs> i was dying reading that that's really, really funny. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks for Bluebell because this has been like a major thing for them. Well, <laughs> Just and then they had some the, girl decided to lick it. Yeah. And then like not that long ago, they had the whole like E. coli or yeah. whatever issue. Yeah. They just got out of the news. They just for that. got back on their feet and they're like, oh, yeah. fuck. Now you guys are doing this to us. <laughs> what the hell? I know. I know. That's ridiculous. So, yeah. That's a that's kind of a funny one. That's though, it for, for sure. the cold case. <laughs> the cold case. <laughs> so the, the next thing I got is about a robber who gives... Um, a cashier his phone number when he's doing an armed robbery so in 2008 this 18 year old named Ruben wanted to rob a muffler shop in Chicago so he entered the store armed with a gun and demanded money but there was a problem most of the money as in most establishments or businesses is located in the safe right like they don't keep like every every bit of you know money they have mm-hmm. up front so the guy that were, was working there was like dude I can't open the safe you know it's only the manager can open it. he's like okay well let me give you my cell phone number so you can call me when the manager gets in uh, so I can come back. What is wrong with people? Yeah, like, what? How on earth did you think that was going to end well, bro? 
He was like, he wanted to be efficient, so he decided to save time <laughs> and just give him the cell phone number and call him when the manager returns. Of course, the employee <laughs> probably was like dying inside. It was like, like, yeah, sure, man. Right after I yeah, call the police. Yeah, sure thing. So he calls the police and then they, they just had the, it was like, they, they staged a sting for him, like on oh, himself. Oh my God. Set himself up. What a dumbass. So the police were at the establishment. They, they called the guy. He's like, hey, my manager's here to unlock the safe for you. So the guy came back oh and ended up shooting. Oh my god. And gosh. got in a shootout with officers. Oh damn. Because they were this waiting for him. He like he was like, oh shit. And like freaked Had out his gun and started with him, damn. shooting at him. But ultimately wow. he got arrested and, you know, went to jail. What an idiot. All because of himself, pretty yeah. much. Dude, Fucking most crazy. of these criminals end up getting caught because of themselves. It's so it's so funny. <laughs> god. What is this Australian man? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is just a little clip. This is just funny. I don't have a ton of the story behind this, but basically you can go ahead and play the clip because okay. I'm just going to talk over it. But this guy pulls up to a gas station and decides he wants to steal the ATM inside the gas <laughs> Which station. people do this. People do this a lot, actually. Really? Yeah. This is the first I'd ever seen of it. So if you're listening, he basically takes the takes like a chain right. and ties it to his car and then he breaks into the gas station Which is through closed. the window. Yeah. yeah, obviously. He smashes in, he crawls his ass into the gas station, goes back and chains the ATM right. to his chain. Yeah. But in the process it breaks and he doesn't realize <laughs> that it breaks. So he goes out, doesn't even fucking look down or anything. Double starts check. leaving. So he leaves, doesn't work. Then he comes <laughs> fucking back. <laughs> he's like what? oh shit <laughs> so he goes back he's Dude. like oh damn my thing got messed up but it's too short to connect it this time so he just decides you know what at this point <laughs> i'm just gonna give up and he fucking just wow leaves. wow <laughs> that's actually really funny <laughs> because i see i've seen people successfully pull this off no but way yeah no actually when i worked at the bank this was something that we had they do like these you know, meetings every quarter. Yeah, Joshua annually. worked at a bank, by the way. You should explain this because yeah, you are your your backgrounds in tech support, so people are probably like, "Wait, yeah." So I was in between tech support jobs or IT jobs, and I randomly got a job as a bank teller in this tiny, tiny town in northern Colorado, and I learned a lot. But they actually like sent us to these like annual meetings with the bank to like tell you about robbery and yeah. like what to expect because yeah, it happens a lot actually. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, there's bank robberies all the day or all the day, all the day, <laughs> all the day there's bank robberies. No, but um, because people now the people you least expect are robbing banks because mm -hmm. they don't have to be like big and scary anymore. You literally slip a piece of paper. You flip it over, and as a teller, you're just trained to do exactly what the paper yeah. says. Wow. So people commit robberies like that all the time. Uh -huh. But they did tell us about that. They literally, like, locally, Colorado banks, like, this happens all over the place where um, it's usually the ones on the outside drive throughs Interesting. If they're kind of too far out and there's a way to back up to it, which is why they put them oh, at the very front close yeah. to the building. Right. So you can't get a truck in there and, and bolt really get a you know good angle on yeah, it. Yeah, And a lot of banks, though, there's like multiple places to pull up, but you can only like get money out of the closest one to the out bank. The ATM. Yeah. 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 But some of the banks that, you know, a lot of the older banks, they have them kind of farther out or just out. Sometimes you see them in parking lots. Yeah. Yeah. People will go up to them and just like rip them out. Obviously, they build them up bigger now. Wow. So it's way you can't like take, you know how they're yeah. like almost small buildings now somewhere. Yeah. So it's rare that you just see, just Damn. see the machine. So yeah, it happens in real life though. People That's get away with so it too. funny. Steal the machine. They're like, but there's not that much money in there. People don't yeah, realize like it's. I was going to say like how much do they And you refill it things. throughout the day usually. Like right. we would, you know, at lunchtime you go out there and count the 
count the ATM mm-hmm. and make sure it has enough to last the rest of the day. It's not yeah. like the bank puts thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of Just dollars out there. there. Yeah. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, interesting. I thought man. that was really funny. But what is this next one here? Okay, so this guy is quite an interesting dude. So this guy was 22 years old at the time. His name is James Blackenship. And he was charged into breaking and entering into his actual mother's home. So I'm guessing there was some type of shitty relationship. And she's like, you can't come Mm -hmm. to my house anymore. Stay the fuck away from me. So he broke into her house. Did it through the first floor window. Uh, And he's not been apparently welcome into his mother's home for like three months at this point. Yeah. Um, He didn't have any possessions on the premises. So he didn't have any right to be there. Not that he would anyway. But once he was discovered by his mother, he just fled the scene and a neighbor had alerted the police that they had witnessed a man running behind the home. So he was discovered in a crawl space not far from his mother's house. And at the time of the crime, it was like the middle of the day. Yeah. He said to the police, I didn't think I could be arrested because it was daytime. And I thought you could only be arrested for burglary at night. <laughs> he literally thought you could only be arrested for breaking and entering at night. Which which is, sounds ridiculous, but I can see how like some people would think that. Why? Because yeah, I, I think that oh, rules so, only applied at night. No, like, but I think what? no, but I think just like our like, especially if you're you know just growing up like younger on the younger side. Yeah, you know the only times you really see he's people think but... of people burglarizing is at night. Like if you think about it, as a kid, I guess he you don't think like, somebody's going to break in your house during yeah. the day. It's at night where you start having those fears that somebody could be out. Yeah, out trying. I guess to break maybe in. he's like, I only thought I could be arrested at my mom's house. But that's funny. The, the fact that the resting part is like, <laughs> dude, come on. I know a crime's a crime, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, he was surprised to find out that you can be arrested no matter what time of day it is. God, I know I this is funny, but this next one I've got is pretty funny. Um, before I talk about it, though, I just want to thank our last sponsors for today. This one makes me laugh. So a Boston robber snatched a woman's wallet and left behind something that belonged to him. That's very important and you should not lose. And that was his birth certificate. This, this guy's running <laughs> oh around God. snatching people's belongings. He's running around with his birth certificate. What? Yeah. So he stole the wallet, which only had $40 in cash and the victim's ID. However, during the struggle of getting these items, he dropped two bags of his own. What a dummy. Yeah. And he just happened to be carrying his birth certificate? At the very top of it. Oh, it wasn't even hidden in there. It was just like laying there in plain sight. Like, God. What the hell? Yep. Which How identified him. How can you be to carry your, your personal identification? Especially your birth certificate yeah. if you're going to be running around. That's the one what? thing like I never really understand with like some criminals is like, I don't think it through. Why are you not thinking this through? Like, if you're going to go pick up a bunch of this, why would you then drive like crazy on the highway and get not pulled over? Like, smart, what man. are you doing, man? But yeah, <laughs> they, they identified this guy. His name was wow. Zachary Titani, a 26-year-old resident of uh, Connecticut. Wow. And then if it wasn't enough, the bag also contained a letter from his mother addressed to him. Oh my gosh. Why do you, why would you have these things? Like, yeah, I'm going for a robbery. I'm going to take a bunch of personal items. What? And then he had the audacity to pretend like he wasn't the person the police when the police called him, he pretended not to be that person. Even wow. though they had all this information. But like then him. how did your stuff just like end up in their house? Yeah. Your birth certificate. That's just so weird, right? Who what runs around idiot. like most of most people's birth certificates are like locked away somewhere, you know, like he's running around with it in his bag while he's snatching purses. Like what the hell? Oh my god. Okay, dude, this next guy <laughs> This just sounds funny. Meat thief. Meat thief. Sausage thief. Out of Austin, Texas. Okay. This guy's name is Ricardo Cardona. 
and he got drunk out in Austin, which we we got drunk when we were in Austin. Speaking of which, that was How a fun on. time. We was lit. Sixth How Street is lit, y'all. Is lit. We got very drunk. It was very fun, but we had a performance the next day. So yeah, it was a little was stressful. Say, if anyone came, yeah, yeah, thanks. It was rough the night before, yeah. but we pulled it together, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Austin is a fun place, and this guy got totally fucked up. And he ended up going to a store called Hudson Meats. Dude, I walked past that place. Did you? Yes. Oh my god, that's really yeah. funny. Yeah. That's really funny. I walked funny. past that place a couple times. Yeah, it's like a famous <laughs> like meats guy. place. Yeah, so okay, so play the video clip. He decided that he got hungry and he wanted some sausage. Nothing was stopping him. All right, so you can see him pushing on the door. I also slowed this clip down so it looks like everything's happening a little bit slower because it was slightly sped up. But he literally pushes down this huge door. <laughs> Sneaks, watch oh, this. Hungry. He pushes the whole freaking door down, too. Boom. <laughs> Breaks their door, falls his ass in, and then he's like trying to figure out how to get into the freezer. He's going to make himself a little sausage snack because oh he's drunk. Oh my God. He's like, I'm hungry, man. Yeah. And he they were closed, of course. I would do so. this to Taco Bell at like right. 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back on there, puts on an employee's coat, and then falls asleep. Oh my he, God. The employees actually came to work the next day and found his ass sleeping no in the office after eating their food. Oh my God. So he just broke in, <laughs> yep. made himself a sausage sandwich, mm-hmm, and then fell asleep and then in the back office. Nap. And yep. now has fucking burglary charges, everything else, trespassing. Yep. Wow. The police officers ended up, late, well, they called the police, obviously. They came, they woke him up and told him, like, yo, man, you've been out drinking and you're sleeping okay. in a Hudson's Meats right now. So this wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like he was planning to hit this place. And No, and he just was break. like, I'm hungry and drunk. <laughs> he was, he was like, nothing's stopping me. And he went in. Yeah. And the store owner said that the insurance money paid for the replacement door, so it was all good. Yeah, and he put but... it down really gently, too. He was like, oh, I yeah, got to be careful. I know. <laughs> well, it also looked like that because I slowed down the clip. Oh, I got you. <laughs> uh, it's about half the speed, but yeah. Yeah, and he only got funny. trespassing. What a yeah. lucky guy. I know. Had yeah. a good night. All right, now I want to know about this donkey. We have had a donkey obsession this summer because... We moved out to where there's some land and Josh's dad actually used to work at a donkey rescue. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have to have him come on and talk about donkeys because he had some interesting information, folks. It was interesting. Yes, they're very cool animals, actually. We were considering getting one. We don't think we have enough space for one, we'll unfortunately. See. Maybe. Maybe but, a miniature one or something. But there's um, a really interesting uh, donkey race in Colorado every year, you guys, if you ever look it up. There is. There is. Um, I hope to go to it and compete one day. I want to go. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you see me like Take running? Yes. Your dad. It's really funny because what they do is they everybody brings their donkeys and they run alongside their donkey. But oh my gosh! The thing about donkeys and 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 you'll see in this story is that they do whatever the fuck they want. Like yeah. you can't tell them what to do. They're kind of yeah. like yeah, they have a mind of their own. Mm-hmm. So this story is about Stubborn. a getaway donkey that foils thieves in Colombia. Which he's wearing a giant sombrero on his back. What's up with that? So, you know, in most robberies, people are like, I need a fast car or motorcycle or something to get away. But this gang of thieves in Colombia abducted a 10-year-old donkey named Javi. So after they abducted the donkey, the actual heist went really well. The three criminals robbed a convenience store, stealing a bunch of food and supplies and rum. And then they loaded all their goods onto the donkey, which is that's what's the big thing with donkeys is they can carry a ton of weight. They're super strong and they're used as like pack animals Mm -hmm. uh, to bring things into places where, you know, a car maybe couldn't go. So that's exactly what they did is they stole the donkey, put the goods on him. Um, But the thing is, is that Javi the donkey decided not to cooperate with these thieves. He says I have morals. So Javi the donkey decided not to cooperate. 
and instead let out a series of loud brays, which we actually have a donkey pretty near us. Um, on a, a neighbor has one, and yeah, they, and they so go cute. like hee haw, hee haw, hee haw, like do over that. and over again. Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes we hear them. Which this is exactly what Javi the donkey did, and it got the attention of the police. The police are like, "Hmm, this is weird. Like this donkey's got this <laughs> shitload alert, of alert stuff on it." Yeah. yeah. So they ended up finding. You know, they went over to the donkey and they busted these thieves. Oh my gosh, um, I love and realized that. that they stole all this shit. That's so funny. And Javi returned home safely, which is the best part of the story. Maybe he just like had a bad vibe or maybe they weren't very nice to him. And he was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm about to foil your plan. Well, he probably was like, who the fuck are you? Because yeah. that's the thing about donkeys maybe. is they actually remember who you are. They They're do. like a dog. They're they very, bond yeah. with humans and stuff. So They're really, really smart animals. That's probably what it is. They're probably like, who the hell are you? Why did you take me from my owner? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was really funny. Organ man allegedly breaks into home with cat spaghetti. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so hear me out. I almost didn't include this because it's a very short story, oh. but it's so funny. This guy, he's 38 years old. His name's Ryan Bishop, and he has a cat named Spaghetti. It's a very cute cat. <laughs> I have a meatball. I know. I was like, we have a meatball. We could be friends, cat friends. So anyway, he decides that he wanted to break into someone's house, but not for anything bad. He broke into this couple's house in Oregon. Uh, with his cat spaghetti like with Bro, cat in cat tow he's like come on let's go let's do this wow. together and when they were there they he ate a cupcake made some coffee and then found their christmas onesie in the dryer and like what put it on hell? what the hell he's like <laughs> I, I need a little christmas cheer i'll just go over to the neighbor's house yeah with so my cat. they ended up finding his ass they came home and he was there and they were so, like what the hell so he ended up getting arrested for first degree degree burglary God. first degree criminal mischief and first degree theft for the uh christmas jumper that he oh took. my god and now his poor cat doesn't yeah. have an owner because his owner's yeah, in jail i know so they actually called animal control because he was in the crawl Aww, space of the house he stayed there spaghetti this is an old story i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this didn't just happen oh. but i'm sure he's been adopted by now although i would Adopt gladly let him join my zoo i don't know if our cats would be cool with spaghetti a third cat. Meatball. meatball would be like what yeah the... meatball would be like no spaghetti, spaghetti and meatball <laughs> she's like meatballs reign supreme here man he's a really cute cat though actually there's a picture of him but i don't have it in the document god but... that's funny though uh who, but who yeah breaks in i'm sure he's cat. been adopted by now <laughs> god what the hell and the homeowner declined for her onesie to be returned <laughs> Yeah, I would be like, the She's fuck? like, eh, he can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What a was... weird thing to do, though. Like, I know. What, what made this guy want to do it that? It kind of like... reminded me of, like, the three bears. You yeah. know, we someone else reminded me us of that the other night. Too, Reminds me we of, like, Home that. Alone, too. Yeah. You know? But to just go in and, like, make yourself at home and, like, be like, I want some and coffee bring your and a cat. cupcake. And, yeah, bring my cat. How does he? How me do and you my even... cat need to come in your house. Oh, my God. What the hell, man? I know. It's really funny. So I've got another dumb bank robber. This this one's funny, too. There's so many dumb bank oh, yeah. robbers. Oh, yeah. And this People one... don't think this shit through at all. It's no, unreal. No. Or they, they, they just don't understand how it works yeah. or anything like this guy. So on March 23rd, 2010, Albert Bailey... An unnamed in an unnamed juvenile accomplice decided to rob a bank in Connecticut. And to streamline the procedure, Albert called the bank in advance to let them know that he was coming in with his buddy to rob it. <laughs> and the intention here what? is to give the bank plenty of time to get the money ready so that the two of them could just walk in, take wow. the cash, and leave. I mean, that is some really flawed thinking there. In theory, it <laughs> sounds smart. Please but in get reality, it ready so I don't have to wait around too long and possibly get caught. <laughs> 
So then, and I'm pretty sure they were like in the parking lot. They were like not that far away from it because like minutes later, they uh, Albert sends in his juvenile. So he, that's his whole thing too with this angle is that he sent in like a minor to do his dirty work essentially to go into the bank and actually do the robbery um, with a note as well to eliminate any confusion. Perhaps in the case, the bank was also waiting for a different <laughs> robber. And meanwhile, a bank employee had the police on the phone and updated them about everything that was happening. The robbers had demanded $100,000, but they settled for a lot less. $99,100 less, to be exact. Or $900. Oh, my god! And then they walked out into the arms of police who arrested them both immediately without incident. What idiots? How did they think that was going to work at all? I don't know, man. It makes no sense whatsoever. You just gave them a heads up that you're coming. What? Because I think, like, you know, they probably heard or maybe they've robbed banks before, like, a lot of the money is not like in the drawers. Yeah. Like, they keep the shit. They run banks are run yeah. very like tightly. Mm-hmm. So that maybe you thought, you Prepared know, we'll fool advance, the bank. Please. We'll fool the bank. What? Wow. That's some really failed logic. Cause the bank's just going to call the police every single time. They're not going to yeah, seriously fall for that shit, but they face nine years in prison for that. Damn. For that one fucking little thing. Not smart. So dumb, man. I feel like in this day and age, it's so hard to rob a bank. Like, what are the chances of actually getting away with it and getting to keep all the money and just going off and living with it? Totally, totally. You know, and you're, and most of the times you can't even get off with that much money either. Yeah, like it's is it even worth it to rob? Right. A bank? And it's so, and most of them are armed now. They have so much security. It's just a really stupid thing to do. Okay, so these two men, McNeely and Miller, that's their last names. 23 and 20 years old. They are on the screen right now. They came up with a brilliant plan after getting drunk together to break into someone's apartments with fake beards and masks literally drawn onto their face with (laughs) black permanent marker. Oh, my God. And something about the fact that they were drinking, I think. I think that's why they decided yeah. to do this because yeah. no one how who would do this? Does that make sense? They no literally sense? took like a black sharpie to their face and just scribbled all over it. It, just, it wasn't even like remotely. They didn't even try. They didn't even color it in. No. Yeah, it was like they just literally like they must have been really fucked up. Then. Really, really fucked up, right? So they decided to just go into someone's apartment. Police received a call that there was an attempted bur- burglary, <laughs> and then they later pulled over a car matching the suspect the suspect's vehicle. When they stopped them. In their 94 Buick Roadmaster, <laughs> they were bewildered when they found out that these this drunk pair, nicknamed Dumb and Dumber, were oh wearing God. makeshift disguises literally drawn onto their face. Black ink scribbles. I wish there was so bad. There, were, This was like on an episode of Live PD or something. Like, oh my gosh, I can't so imagine. Funny. I know I was reading so the article funny. was like, I'm sure the... Cops, Cops were, were just, just laughing. They're like, probably laughing their asses You guys off. thought this was going to keep you from like being detected? This was a good... <laughs> Such great disguises, man. Disguising yourself, what? It's like a two-year-old drew all over them. So they were both charged with second-degree burglary, and then one of them also got drunk driving. Imagine, like, going to prison and then, like, telling other (laughs) inmates there, like, how'd you guys get busted? (laughs) Well, (laughs) we weren't wearing the best disguises. (laughs) Well, we ran out of of time to get a disguise, so we just drew on each other. Wait, shit, man, we need a disguise, though, before we go. It's like, oh, I got an idea. Let me grab a marker out of my mom's drawer. And I like how I like how this guy too has (laughs) like tried to do an outline of the Batman mask. He totally did a Batman mask. (laughs) To try to make I like how that guy only drew on one eye too. He's like, I'm gonna put this little like 
eyebrow thing on i mean it looks so bad i don't know what the hell they were thinking i read in the article that some of the police officers were thinking that they did it just to like scare the people that they were breaking in that they like were purposely trying to like freak them out or something Whoa, scary (laughs) i know so either way it just doesn't make sense wow that's really funny so um okay janelle has one too that she brought this one's really funny all right people so this is about a 49-year-old man named Douglas, and he's from no other place than Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's where all, all the crazy happens. shit happens. And Come on, if you're Florida, from Florida, but, you know. Yeah, you know. No, they know. They, they watch know. their yeah, local news. Know. They know what the hell's going on down Every there. Every time I go to Florida, watching the local news is so funny. Yeah. It's so entertaining. It's always just wild stuff, I've watched too. it for, like, hours. Like, it's just so entertaining. <laughs> People do the weirdest stuff there, I swear. Mm-hmm. It's the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. losing it. So back in 2018, Douglas actually um, bought some meth from his drug dealer and went ahead and took some and had what he said was a violent reaction. Mm. So it wasn't a good trip for Sir Douglas. Um, <laughs> and he was pretty pissed off and believed that this was not actually meth and that it was laced with something, some, some poison mm, or something. So he was some like, dirty shit. My drug dealer can gypped me man <laughs> yeah. so he's pretty mad at this point so you know what he decided to do was which i think is best call the police um and you know tell him like look i took these drugs i'm pretty sure my drug dealer screwed me over so <laughs> would you be able to test the drugs for me to see if it's meth or not and the police were like of course man yeah, bring, bring your drugs down. in like, yeah. come on down to the station yeah. we'll test it for you so that's what he did oh and God. surprise it was meth um you know just not a good batch or something and uh, they oh charged gosh. him. It's like, hey. <laughs> they charged oh his gosh. ass uh, with possession. possession right there and there. Wow. And walked him over to the jail. Damn. What did he think was going to happen? I guess he thought He's it's probably meth. not meth, so they won't be able to arrest me. He must have been very, you were very still trying sure to buy meth, right? He Isn't didn't know like what little... it even was. Or maybe, maybe he thought, anything. like, I don't know. You know, in like so, there's like some states where you can go in like and shoot up at like uh certain places that are government run and like stuff. safe yeah there's like i forget what they're called they're called safe uh, uh, i don't remember that they're safe called. places really? or something yeah huh. in some states there is so not florida florida's definitely not one of them so maybe like i don't think in they his have that in the united states i think it's in yeah other i was gonna countries. say no there is in uh really? new jersey i think is really? where it's at yeah because oh, i've wow. heard cory booker talking about it before interesting yeah Wait, they so have a place where you know, instead of like, safely. actually, they talked about it on like uh, the uh, live rescue show or something like that. I mm. heard it on there too. Like, they have these places where you go there and you can like shoot up and like be safe about it essentially and get medical oh help if gosh. you need it. Versus like, because there's so many overdoses from heroin and things like that. So that maybe they, they're hoping that while people are there, they right. can also try to talk to them about like. No, it's just so that you don't like share needles and like do it. Right. In it doesn't a make the problem. Where you're, yeah, die. you're spreading it or. How's you know. that legal? They say though? if you're going to so do it, you might well, as well do it here. It's like this. It's this weird this, like, like gray safe haven type of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I think even the police department's like on board with it and stuff. It's interesting. Like it's that bad to the point where they're just yeah. trying to like save lives. Keep people yeah. from dying, you know? Yeah. It's so, an epidemic. I mean, there's a lot of people who are addicted and it's very hard to just stop. Yeah, so yeah. you might as well help them, I guess. Yeah. Maybe this guy thought like, you know, if I just bring my meth down, there, I go, <laughs> you know, I had a violent reaction. Like I got, wow. this is dangerous. I got, I got screwed. Got like sick. Yeah. I should go after the dealer that sold me this bad meth. <laughs> but obviously oh, wow, this really, is really interesting. Smart. They actually have plans to open it in major cities, New York, yeah. Philadelphia, San Fran, Seattle, and others such as Denver, Yep. Wow. Do they give you the drugs as well? No, 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 no. no. It's no. just a place with safe tools and stuff. 
I don't know exactly. Space. I don't know enough about it to say. Um, but it is that's a so strange place designed. But interesting. Makes sense. Rather than being like on the street, you can like, and, like you know, and overdosing and needles. Mm-hmm. Maybe they try to steer them on the path to recovery too. While yeah. Well, there, yeah. You know? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like it's somewhere to get help too. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's not know. just like a room you go in and then you leave. Like it's I mean, maybe it a is, center. Though. I don't know if people are there to be like, oh, you're here to use meth. We'll come here and let's talk about or not. I think it's more um, heroin, not meth. It would make sense though if but, they did. They should like at least give out like pamphlets or something. I mean, I don't know. Be, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, it. it's a huge issue. Okay, I wanted to end off today with kind of a fun and cute one. So uh, this happened in 2012. Two Welsh tourists actually landed themselves in court because they got drunk and decided to steal a penguin called Dirk. Penguins Dirk the Dirk. penguin. Yep. And they, they stole, stole him from the SeaWorld in Australia. Damn, how do you Reese pull that Owens off? Owens Jones and Carrie Mules, age 20 and 21, broke into the park on the Queensland Gulf Coast, Gold Coast, sorry, and swam with the dolphins, <laughs> let off a fire extinguisher God. in the shark's enclosure. Jesus. So that's a big problem. And then they took Dirk. They, they took his ass. Wow. Yep. They took him, they took him home. It's basically like the hangover movies. They wake up hungover and they find a penguin in their apartment. Like, how the fuck did you get here? <laughs> Holy shit. So they tried their best to take care of him by feeding him, putting him in the shower. What the hell, man? <laughs> Poor penguin. Uh, Poor Dirk. Yeah, so then seriously. they ended up releasing Dirk into a canal, which was very bad behavior because yeah. obviously you don't set domestic animals into the wild. Yeah, what the hell? Um, and then he was spotted by a local and they called the police. They f- finally figured it out that it was them and stuff. And took his ass home. Yeah, told Dirk them home. to drink a little less vodka and they were fined 1000 Australian dollars. That's, That's it? it. Yeah. What? Dude, the Australians are so chill over there. Oh, yeah, took a penguin, man. Yeah, they're like, all right, as long as he's back. They they got him back. So they're like, no Rentals for $1,000, man. I don't know. The biggest thing, though, is like letting the fire extinguisher off in the shark enclosure. Sure, that was a mess to clean up. That's really crazy. So, yeah, we have a clip of it. Do you want to watch this news clip? Yeah, I want to see Dirk. Okay. Show us Dirk. Early morning and a group of friends with a hangover wake to find a penguin in their living room. I can't believe how penguin my apartment, man. You stole penguin. A fairy penguin called Dirk, taken one night last month after they slipped past security at Brisbane SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> the men later panicked and dropped Dirk in a canal where he was picked up and returned to the park. Now two of those involved, Reese Jones and Kerry Mules, believed to be from South Wales, have been fined $1,000, or about £600, for stealing him. Speaking at the time, one of the men said they meant no harm. We are, all three of us, sorry, SeaWorld in the time lost, you know, searching for Dirk, you know, and, um, yeah, just glad he's all right. The theme park, too, was relieved to get dirt back in one piece. This animal is a, uh, a captive-born animal, seven years old. Uh, never experienced things like boats or wide-open spaces, so we're very fortunate to see Dirk back with his mates. Dirk is now fine, none the worse from being, you've guessed it, the victim of a bird-brain prank. You gotta, you gotta love, you gotta love that man. How can you I not know. love that? That's so funny. I know, at least they oh, didn't go sorry. steal money. They're like, let's go get a penguin, man. That'd be fun. That man, I know. They'll never fly here. I know. 
So that's hilarious, man. Anyway, guys, if you enjoyed this episode of Mile Higher Podcast, be sure to let us know in the comments and feedback. And we will definitely do another one in the future because, like we said, there are endless dumb crimes out there. Hopefully, you guys are having a great day, and we will see you guys next week. Stay safe and stay woke. See you guys next time. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Com.